anything she takes besides water or oxygen affects her. She seems to have a very, very sensitive system, which then translates through her nervous system into her head to be a raging bitch. (laughs) Well, hello, my darlings, and welcome to our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Bravo blogs and recaps brought to you by me, Eric, kind of sort of in this intro, and John from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, what we're doing is recapping what went down this week in Beverly Hills and reading you the blogs that the ladies write for BravoTV.com. Because who has time to sit around and read blogs on a website when you could have them read to you comedically by us? Now, if you guys want to help support this show, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a nice review. It really helps support our shows. And if you want to see all of our podcasts, in audio or video form, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash podcast to see all that we offer. Of course, you can also listen to this podcast and see all of our Bravo content, blogs, and comedic recap shows over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. And if you're listening to this on our website, make sure you guys comment below. We love to interact with you, hear what you guys think, and get your feedback on what you want us to do more or even less less of. And hey, since you're here anyway, tis the season to do your holiday shopping on Amazon. Just click on the banner in the sidebar of our website. It brings you right to Amazon. You guys don't pay any more, and they give us a little bit back. It's another great way to help support our shows. And look, we know you guys are like, how do we interact with you right now? Well, it's easy. Over on Twitter. Just follow us at Reality Recaps for me, Eric, and at Comedy Jonah for John, because we love interacting with you guys during the shows. We're always live tweeting them in real time and getting your feedback and then I'm being really sarcastic and John is like I love this part but you guys know the deal and look you also know all of the links to everything that I mentioned here can be found over on our website on the post for this podcast so get to our Twitter get any of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com but we need to talk about what you guys really want to hear about and it is the ladies of Beverly Hills. Okay, that was my really bad attempt at trying to be a soap opera actor. Anyway, take it away, John. Hey, everyone. John Richardson here. So excited to be recapping Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, episode 10 and 11. Oh, my gosh. So the girls were a little late getting their blogs up, but that is no excuse. Episode 10 and this week's episode 11 were so freaking good. Holy mother of God. All right, so let's jump right into a little recap of episode 10. So we saw the girls, went to Santa Barbara, they were having a spa day, yada, yada, yada. Then part of that day ended up where the girls were wine tasting, Kyle didn't know about it, Kim looked a little awkward and weird, and everyone's drinking wine, and she's drinking some kind of smoothie, And it was just, you know, poor Kim. It was awkward. She handled herself really well, though. So we're really happy with that. Um, We see Yolanda in New York with Gigi. Uh, Just a recap of last year (laughs) with the other one. Fun, fun, fun. But episode 10 ends with the girls going to Eileen Davidson's for a poker night. And I think some of the best stuff with that is, first of all, First of all, we learn, no, 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 wait, I'm getting, I'm jumping, I'm so excited, I'm jumping all over the place. First of all, the car ride with Lisa Renna and Kim Richards is so priceless. 
we glimpse to see what kind of irrational, crazy turtles that Kim could be, whether it's on alcohol or something else. In her blog, she tells us that she took a pain, some pain medication from Monty, who is her ex-husband that she is watching, who is going through cancer, took it for pain. We also, she tells us in her blog that she is going to the hospital, which we are going to see next week. She had some injuries. I guess this is why she took the pain medication. But it seems like with Kim Richards, you anything she takes besides water or oxygen affects her. She seems to have a very, very sensitive system, which then translates through her nervous system into her head to be a raging bitch. <laughs> right? I can relate to it. That was my 20s. So we see them at the party. Kim's acting crazy. Of course, you know, Brandy is the two peas in a pod. Brandy's, of course, drank too much. We see her slurring. And as they leave, you know, Kyle and Brandy get into it. And I mean, Kyle, the one thing that we have learned, and maybe Brandy needs to watch some past episodes, some past seasons, those Richards girls, they're super close. They don't go anywhere without each other. They don't even go to airports. The kids don't go to airports without each other. They're a close-knit family. And even though Brandy is getting close to Kim on another level, Kyle and Kim are just basically pretty much almost Siamese twins. I don't, I think you should respect that. I think that, you know, definitely Kyle should not have been pushed the way she did. I get it when you've been drinking a lot and you don't really know how hard you're pushing somebody or whatever. Still, you pushed her hard. We saw the pizza fly. We saw Kyle fly. It was kind of rude. At least own your shit. So that's episode 10. Oh my gosh. Now we've got to jump into episode 11, which happened this week. Ah! All right, so episode 11, you know, I think probably the sweetest part of this episode, you know, was seeing Lisa Vanderpump with her dogs, all of her little dogs, and then the Golden Retriever, and the Golden Retriever goes to a camp and comes back with a girlfriend who is super sweet, and Lisa adopts her, her and Ken do, and she's an older dog super sweet you can just tell she's got good energy even through your tv screen which i love i'm a big animal person i'm a big rescue animal person so guys if you're looking for a new family member please consider a rescue there's no excuse we have tons of animals that don't have homes um if you want a pure purebred we also have those rescues too these animals are already born so don't go to a breeder all right, I'm off my soapbox. Let's jump into episode 11 of Real Housewives of Beverly Hill Blogs. Yay! All right, so before we jump into the blogs, you guys know I love me some Eileen Davidson. I'm a big Days of Our Lives fan. I'm a big Kristen Demira fan. I even like Ashley Abbott on Young and the Restless. But I'm telling you, someone who has just is starting to almost be neck and neck with Eileen is Lisa Renna. Holy crap, she's so funny. I completely identify with what she says. She's quick-witted. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs was a hashtag. She uh, retweeted my tweet, which I fell in love with. Um, so funny. Um, I just love her. I love her side interviews after, <laughs> after the car ride with Kim. Oh my gosh. 
absolutely crazy. So let's start our blogs with Lisa Renna. Yay. All right. So, you know, again, I suck. So tweet me at Comedy Jonah. Let me know how much I suck. I do want to read a little bit of Lisa Renna's blog from last week. It is the car ride. It is a pivotal, pivotal part of these last two episodes. A lot of the ladies say in their blogs last week that they are, they, the whole episode should have been called Awkward, which I agree. So Lisa Renna says, I mean, hello, could that car ride with Kim be any more awkward? Let me tell you, it felt just as awkward as it looked to all of you. I really had no idea what was going on or what to do. Every interaction I had ever, have ever had with Kim up to this point was light, fun, and easygoing. I was completely, it was completely different, very unpredictable and aggressive Kim sitting next to me in the car. And to be honest, it made me feel extremely nervous and anxious. I wasn't sure if I was, if this was an act or a game we were playing, but deep down in my gut, I knew there was more to it and something was going on with her. I couldn't get out of that car fast enough when we arrived at Eileen's house and I really had no idea what she was going to do next, which absolutely is what we saw on the screen. And again, I even kind of thought too, I mean, I've done improv. I thought maybe they're kind of improving a little bit. Once I knew and she kind of freaked out and said, don't you fucking judge me. Don't you fucking tell me that or whatever the hell she said. Cause it was crazy. I knew it wasn't a joke, but then me, I would have just matched her crazy for crazy. I would have just jumped in and just kind of gotten crazier and crazier. Oh my God. All right. Let's read Lisa Rinna's blog this week. All right. The title of her blog is Kyle didn't create this drama. And we're getting these blogs off the Bravo TV.com site. Lisa thinks that there are two ladies who aren't taking responsibility for their actions. She says, I have to start the week off by giving a shout out to all of you during last week's episode and throughout the week, your tweets have been pouring in and you guys really make me laugh. Yes. As a matter of fact, I did want to dive roll head first out of the car ride with Kim into the freeway and run, run Forrest, run. All of your support and understanding means everything. So we pick right off where we left off before, but before we do, I'd like to note that Kyle wasn't the one creating any of this drama. It was Kim that chose to walk back in the house after Brandy had escorted her outside and told her not to go back in. There was a lot of alcohol and God knows what other drugs influence and influencing a lot of the behaviors. So no matter what, the outcome wasn't going to be good. It wasn't going to be a good one. Like Dr. Phil quote I used on Twitter last week, when you choose the behavior, you choose the consequence. Okay. While I have compassion and empathy for these women and, and what I see playing out in front of me, there seems to be a lot of blame that both Kim and Brandy are trying to place on Kyle. And in my opinion, they aren't accepting the consequences of their behavior. Okay, Lisa, you don't have to watch previous seasons because Aya nailed it. Now that some now that some time has passed and I've really had some time to digest the situation. I myself have some questions just like you. Why did Kim go to Eileen's poker night if she was sick with pneumonia and bronchitis? Okay, so I think that's probably why she goes to the hospital next week. And why do you? I mean, I wouldn't go if I had, you know, if 
I was wheezing from an asthma attack or something. I don't even have asthma or allergies. That's better. That's me. Uh, she continues with, I don't doubt the major illnesses like this make her feel terrible. So then why go in the first place and then exuberate these illnesses by smoking cigars all evening? Question mark. I'm quite certain that had been, if, if this had been an illness that she has, I would have been in my bed, um, pickling myself in oil of oregano and overdosing on vitamin C and um, echinacea. But again, I don't know where she was, where she is in her sobriety. I also don't know where she is with her illnesses. As far as Brandy goes, my comments are coming from a place of experience and concern. I've been like I know many of you also a part of lives that have been affected by addiction and to echo Yolanda's sentiments I have I have a hard time wrapping my brain around the idea of grown women mothers in particular behaving this way to me there seems to be a lot of pain being masked by alcohol granted I don't know what goes on in Brandy's life outside of this I only know what I observe in this environment uh, she seems to be happier. I think Brandy has an outline of act crazy on the show and then I'm going to be pretty and successful outside the show. Um, she continues with, I'm just so happy that that darn Stella and Dot party was successful. Hallelujah. Holly Robinson Pete had done a similar party that had an amazing turnout and I was beyond thrilled to host my own. The Noreen uh, Fraser Foundation's mission to find a way to live with cancer and not die from it is very close to my heart. Both my mother and my sister are recently are recent breast cancer survivors with uh, double mastectomies. So it was very important to me that the party be success uh, be a successful one. It meant so much to me that everyone, with the exception of Kim being in the hospital, showed up despite what had recently gone down. By the grace of God, everyone kept their composure. Um, brought a ton of jewel, bought a ton of jewelry and appeared to have a good time. Big thanks to Stella and Dot for helping raise so much money and to Gourmet 47 and Hurry for catering with the amazing food. Giant kudos to Eileen for speaking her mind with Brandy at my house. She always knows how to maintain a classy and sophisticated. She knows how to maintain being classy and sophisticated, even in the most uncomfortable situations. I admire her deeply for that. Lisa Vanderpump's impeccable blood road, impeccable road continues to grow as they add Humpy to the family. What a gorgeous and incredibly lucky dog she is to take on the Vanderpump name. If only she truly knew how lucky, what a lucky bitch she is. Next week is the game mixer. And yes, finally understand that I shouldn't come naked again. I ask my dear gay friends forgiveness for not understanding what Kyle meant. And that was the comment about the tops and the bottoms. I live tweeted, same for all the gays. I don't normally speak for us. But in this case, we forgive you, Lisa, because we love you. Um, sometimes it takes me a minute to catch up on innuendos. Oi, be sure to keep your seatbelts fa uh, safely fastened as we are still experiencing turbulence. Oh my gosh. So, yes, so I kind of retweeted Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Lisa Renna was generous enough to retweet it and make a comment. I love her to death. I think she handled everything really well. Um, it's just, yeah, this episode was absolutely insane. And 
you know, it's kind of what we're all watching for, right? I. All right, moving right along to Eileen Davidson's blog. Her title of her blog is Brandy Attacks, Then Deflects. Um, Eileen responds to Brandy's comments about her poker party. She says, I'm in New York during the epic blizzard. What? I'm a California girl, and this is a first. I'm jumping in with Yolanda and Bella and the vertical um, horizontal issue with their phone. I'm so happy because I know now it's not just me. And that's when they were kind of FaceTiming with the phones. Um, she continues with, just to clarify, in Brandy's last blog, she said she came to our poker party and was so hungry because it was dinner time and we had no food. Ah, I guess she has to blame someone for her actions. But honestly, folks, it wasn't exactly dinner time. It was between 8.30 and 9. And it wasn't a dinner party. It was a poker party. A dinner party is where you sit down at a table and have dinner. A poker party is where you sit down at a table and play poker. And even so, we had lots of hors d'oeuvres. And it's true, we saw them, such as those little cup, uh, little pancakes that are for children, that are for children, that are usually known as benis, I believe that's how you say it. Take a peek at the end of last week's episode. You'll see us all gathered in my kitchen where there are trays of uneaten food on the kitchen island. And we saw it. You're right, Eileen. Things got crazy as soon as we sat down to play the tournament. Even though the food was catered and delicious, I know this because I ate a lot of it before the ladies came over. Everyone was too distracted to actually eat it. Well, maybe Brandy didn't see all the food and that's why she got so tipsy and acted like she did. I thank goodness, I think goodness she was a little tipsy or that gash in her arm would have been so much more painful. <laughs> She got a gash because I guess she cut her arm on one of Kyle's accessories or something when Brandy pushed her. Eileen continues with, as far as having a nanny, which we don't have, by the way, take Jesse away to take Jesse away for the evening. I'm quite sure where we're supposed to send an 11 year old boy at 10 p.m. where we couldn't arrange a sleepover, nor did Vince or I think it was necessary. After all, we weren't having a group of Portuguese sailors over for a poker game. It was four women. If if we're ever um, moronic, even though enough to invite Brandy over again, I will make sure J Jesse's safety is um, sequestered away from our property. I wouldn't want her not to be able to express herself fully with fuck, cunt, penis, cunt, bitch, etc. as loudly and often as she pleases. So obviously Brandy in her last blog was kind of ripping and Eileen saying, you know, it's really classless of you to have an 11 year old boy, da 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 da. And honestly, in her defense, it's, it's for women, for adult women, for adult women with children, for God's sakes. And you know, she has a point. Shouldn't be acting like that, especially if you know there's children in the house. Hmm? And you should take responsibility that if you haven't eaten anything, Ask for some a little bowl of nuts, okay? Get some get some calories in you, because you especially know if you're gonna drink or not, right? And as we learned in this episode, you do whatever the fuck you want. All right, so Eileen continues with Kim must be in severe pain, or why would she have taken someone else's meds? Why is she out at the party? I know she's going through so much with her ex husband Monty, and 
is very vulnerable, but is Brandy really the best, best friend for her? I know sibling relationships are complicated, but I still believe Kyle has her sister's best interests at heart more than Brandy does. What was the point of keeping Kim away from Kyle? Kyle wanted to understand what was happening with her sister. Brandy admitted she was drunk. Oh yeah, again. Um, that's who someone that's who someone who is trying to stay sober has as her support system. Brandy has her own issues to deal with and watching her with Kim was disturbing and not in a healthy combination. Well, Lisa Renna's charity event was lovely. I adore her beautiful home and it was such a gorgeous view. I definitely bought a couple of pieces that I'm crazy about. I was so happy to help out for such a great cause. I told Lisa Vanderpump when I stopped to pick her up and seriously, that closet, watch swans, fabulous. But I can't stand unresolved stuff. It's sort of annoying to me that I don't understand Brandy's aggressive behavior towards me. So I decided to talk to her about it. Two women just communicating, hopefully to maybe find some common ground. I, a deep and lasting, uh, Friendship is probably not in the cards, but I'm hoping that at least we could have some kind of resolution. Cra crazy of me? Question mark. Maybe so, because I wasn't aware I was lecturing her. That is, <laughs> that certainly was not my intention. I'm not her parent or her teacher. I'm just trying to understand Brandy acts like I'm offending her by wanting to understand her. Clearly my actions towards her have been insulting and mean weight. That's how she is towards me. I guess I'm finally understanding her after all. She attacks, then deflects. She's becoming she's becoming predictable. Yawn. I'm auctioning off a highly used poker table tournament trophy <laughs> held proudly for a moment by Brandy that was left at our house for charity. Opening bids are a hundred bucks. Woohoo! I'm getting on eBay and I'm gonna bid. You know, that's isn't that Brandy's defense with all the ladies? You're lecturing me. You sound like my mom. Burp, burp, burp. Grow the fuck up. I agree. Eileen, you won that match, girl. All right, next up is Lisa Vanderpump herself. And the title of her blog is I Tried to Warn Kyle. She's warned us all. We've all tried to warn Kyle on Twitter and everything else. All Kyle needs to do is just rewatch the last few seasons. Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump tells us that she held back during her lunch with Kyle at Villa Blanca and why she's worried about Kim and Brandy's friendship. She says, hello, as I muddled through this blog, boasted with medicines, fighting the flu, trying to make sense of a nonsensical situation. So as we rented the poker party, I was so thankful that I wasn't there. I did not know. I, I, I do not do well with altercations. Twists. Others seem to thrive on it. There are so many different aspects to the scenario that are upsetting and volatile and disloyal the disloyalty, Kyle's frustration at trying to corner her sister to, to make some sense into her about being intercepted by, and, and then being intercepted by Brandy, 
Lisa, Renna, and Eileen are astounded as they desperately try to keep the peace. I don't understand the need for Brandy to expose the fact that Kim has called her in the middle of the night several times and she's worried about her. What are you, um, what, like, what are you implying? Wouldn't a loyal friend keep quiet in matters such like this? And that's a good point. You know, just because Kim has reached out doesn't mean that she's no, no less closer to her sister, Kyle. Lisa Vanderpump continues with, as she drives a greater wedge between the two sisters, Kim and her uh, being naive seems to relish in the fact that both women are so concerned over her wailing. She quotes, the problem is they both love her is almost pitiful. And I felt sorry to see her confusion as she tried to um, try to pay attention to both parties. What worries me apart from the emotional turmoil is that the aggression is unacceptable. And as I see Brandy holding Kim's arm, the sheer anger that is a result of the alcohol once more is just all too much. The excuse that that keeps being used that Brandy has no filter is wearing thin. <laughs> Oh, worth thin last year. Um, this is not an example of someone with no filter. This is an example of a person who needs to realign their priorities and boundaries. It's 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 everything. The crass the crass comments about Eileen's house were uncalled for as she had the grace to even entertain her, invite her into her house, which is a warm and cozy with a plethora of family pictures decorating the walls that indicate family relationships. Maybe that is what she finds creepy. Anyway, I thought it was a, I thought it was generous, generous after being almost ins assaulted by having a glass of wine hurled at her face and the invitation um, was extended at all. Good point. You know, I just think that <laughs> maybe she thought Eileen was going to be, Kind of her buddy in crime or whatever, trying to bond over being a super fan of Days of Our Lives, threw a glass on her, invite you over to her house. You call it goth or whatever. She owns her house. Um, okay, Lisa continues with Brandy, makes many rash statements such as they hate each other. Kyle is never there to support her sister. Um, let us cast our minds back at last week. Kyle went into the bathroom. Kim followed her. Kyle whispered to her she was worried, covering the mic to protect her sister. She also knows that this is going on. She also knows what's going on with her sister. But in order to protect her sister, she denies it on the ride home with Lisa. How can you equate this new relationship that started with the slut pig comment? And I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom bitch it's true when brandy first started that's what she said to kim just a couple of years ago and only recently cemented to that of a sibling who has spent 44 years at her side the um, tumultuous path that these two have experienced of which i am sure of alcoholism is involved was not has not been an easy one one that has been fought with tears of disappointment, anger, and sometimes joy as she succeeded in her fight for sobriety. We all see the we all see what transpire transpires in this new relationship as we ride the wave of this complicated season. We will 
we will see the levels of loyalty that is given to this new relationship. There's so much I have been privy to, and although not so close with many involved, I would not expose anyone if there was a detriment. I would not expose anyone to their detriment. Anyway, moving on to happier times, I love seeing the return of Rumpy and me too. Rumpy's so cute, his new chubby girlfriend. Um, we waited patiently, <laughs> all the little furry people lined up waiting to see the transformation from a naughty, naughty dog we sent away into this well-behaved young retriever while we are still dealing with an overexcited young dog, but now he has a partner in crime. He seems more fulfilled. I have had many dogs over the years, but none quite like this mischievous as Sir Rumpy Pumpy. Anyway, we kept Avery and have to say it is a complete success. Oh, isn't that sweet? I just love it. All right. Lisa is wrapping up her blog with Eileen comes. Eileen comes in, in comes in to collect on me. Eileen comes to collect on me the way to, on the way to Lisa's. She makes it past hanky panky. Always a good thing. Hanky panky is the swan. Swimming in her front of her house in her moat, but she's not a witch. Uh, she tries to explain, but if none of the wiser as to the intensity of the scenario that went down. Never heard of Nugs either. Love her, though. And that's Nugs, the little fist pumpy thing or whatever. I think it's because Eileen has boys. Lisa threw a rather lovely jewelry. Lisa Renna threw a, a rather lovely jewelry event. No, darling. Some of us do have big fat fucking diamonds, as you say. But my, my, my thirst for costume jewelry is unquenchable as you have seen my collection in my closet. I admired Eileen as she tries to reason with somebody unreasonable. I'm desperately trying to explain to Brandy who is not quite ex acceptable. Good luck with that. I tried the mothering thing and I was criticized for that. When Kyle and I went to Villa Blanca, I was reluctant to say that I would have loved, but I would have loved Kyle and I went to Villa Blanca. I reluctantly reluctant to say what I would have loved to. If you remember in one of the early episodes of this season, I, as I witnessed the bond between Brandy and her, I stated, I will not get involved. She will discover it soon enough. Well, you did good. If I could, I would go. But if I could, I would go some, it would go something like this. See, now do you see how I felt? You think I hold a grudge more than Jiggy and should forgive her? Are you experiencing a minuscule amount of, you are experiencing a minuscule amount of what that woman has done to me so far. But somehow it is better left unsaid as I, well, it's not left unsaid because you said it. <laughs> as I believe her personal as I believe her personal experience will resonate far more than any warning I could issue. But I did voice my concern over the uh, Kim being fragile, not knowing that she could sustain the same disloyalty that I've endured and disloyalty from Brandy. Kim has definitely had a lot to deal with and we all wish her success in her quest for sobriety. absolutely. lutely Oh, well. I have to sign off. I hope everyone stays safe on the East Coast. And as always, thank you for watching. 
And thank you, Lisa, for your two cents. But in your case, it's 10 cents. It's 10 nickels. Mmm. Quarters. I don't know. All right, next up is Kyle Richards herself. Title of her blog is, I have never had anyone put their hand on me. Hmm. Not even in a movie. Not even Michael Myers. Just kidding. Kyle explains what worried her the most the night of the poker party. She goes, while it was difficult, this is a difficult blog to write. This was a horrible night made all the worse by Brandy's behavior. When I walked outside, I wanted to talk to my sister without anyone else around. I tried to talk to Kim anyway from the ca- away from the cameras as well as Brandy. Brandy was relentless. I asked her over and over again to leave us alone and to let me speak to my sister privately. And we saw that. As Kim and I were standing by the garage trying to speak in private, Brandy grabbed both of my wrists and would not let go. I was shocked. I have never had anyone put their hand on me and honestly started to feel a little scared. I didn't want um, to be overly dramatic about the situation, but Brandy's 5'10 and I'm 5'2. And at this point, I did not know what she was capable of, especially because she was... um, Oops, I just moved my mouth. Intoxicated and aggressive. I took off my shoes so I could get out of there as quickly as possible. I wanted to say that while the physical part of the evening was very upsetting, it paled in comparison to to my concern for my sister. What Brandy is, what Brandy is so clear, clearly trying to do uh, to my relationship with my sister is what was upsetting me the most. We had worked so hard on our relationship and had come so far and to see this happening had me overcome with emotion. Brandy keeps trying. Brandy keeps saying I'm jealous of how close they are and how she's been there for Kim. I never realized they were so close. I never realized they were as close as Brandy claims. And I never knew Brandy to be there for Kim other than taking other than taking that one call that she talked about in the interview. Brandy did call me to say that Kim had called her at 2 a.m. in the morning. She asked me to please not repeat it, and I never did. But she went on camera letting everyone know about it. Why Why would she repeat that? I also said, that's not my problem. That's just Kim. I had my hands tied as I asked to please not... As I was asked to please not repeat the information was, that was shared with me, other than Brandy telling me about that one call, I have never gotten any late night calls or any signs that my sister was not okay or in danger or any or anything. If there was something <clears throat> I should have done, there, if there was something I should ha- have been there for. I certainly had no idea. Perhaps my sister chose not to share with me and felt felt comfortable sharing with Brandy. I cannot be there for something I'm unaware of. If I knew of something that Kim needed, needed me for, I would have been there as I always have. There are years of history where history there that Brandy is not privy to. And I will never share no matter how many hurtful lies she hurdles my way. When I watch the when I watch Brandy with Kim, I see someone who is taking advantage of my sister at her most vulnerable. It's frustrating, worrisome, and hurtful that my sister cannot see this. 
why does Brandy want Kim to feel that she is the only one there for her? We come from a big family that my sister has plenty of support from, people who genuinely, genuinely love and care for her. Not to mention that Kim has four adult children that love and support their mom. As I walked away from that night, I knew I would never be friends with Brandy. And I was scared of just how much damage she had done to my relationship with Kim. I just hope that Kim can see what all we saw so clear that Brandy's actions speak louder than any venomous lies. Thanks for watching. And it's true. I mean, like I said earlier, those Richards are close and I don't know what the point is. The new girls don't care for her. So now she's going with Kim and I don't know. I love the, the kookiness that Brandy and Kim have together when they're hiding out, spying on Brandy's boyfriends or whatever. That's fun and cute. You know, Kyle, maybe you should start being, I called Jennifer Jimenez up, ask her out. I'd show up, you know, down the street from Brandy's house and be like, oh, hey girl, is this your best friend? Oh, you got my sister now. Okay. It takes one to know one. All right. Let's see what Kim has to say this week about the episode. The title of Kim Richards' blog is don't mistake my sadness for weakness. You know, that comment that she yelled at Lisa Renna in the car. <laughs> Kim thinks Brandy and Kyle's fight at the poker night has very little to do with her. Are you still on the medication? <laughs> Are you kidding me? It has everything to do with you. Uh, Kim says, today's episode started exactly where it left off, back in Eileen's poker night. I remember just wanting to leave so badly that I just kept on walking and I didn't even see the physical altercation between um, Brandy and Kyle. I was caught between a, ro a rock and a hard place. I mean, one is my sister and one is my friend. I wanted to make it right, so I tried to speak to Kyle, but there was so much chaos between her and Brandy then the other girls joined in and at that point I was frustrated and honestly wasn't feeling well. Well, you, do you remember that you were supposed to leave and then you came back in, you wanted to talk to your sister and you kind of helped the, excuse me, I'm going to whisper in this in your ear. You helped the chaos along. Do you remember that, Kim? All right. <laughs> um, she continues and then the other girls joined in. I was frustrated. Da, 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 da. Um... I just wanted everyone to let me go home. <laughs> right. We didn't. That's not what we saw. That was some pain medication. This drama may have been about me at first, but definitely ended up being about those two and whatever um, animosity they have towards one another in the past. I agree with that. But, you know, Brandy's drunk as usual, hyped up on that. And I think, honestly, think Brandy is worried about you, Kim. And I also think that, you know, Brandy really wants a friend. And, you know, she, I think she kind of, when she loves you so much, <laughs> you're the, you know, you can't, you, the friend that she loves so much, can't have anybody else. She's kind of the smotherer. Hmm. A little inside to her divorce. Uh, Kim continues with, on the following day, my pain got even worse. So I, I spent the whole day getting tests done at the doctor's. Next evening, I was admitted to the hospital. In my last blog post, I mentioned that 
I've been struggling with bronchitis and pneumonia for weeks. A good point, Eileen, but you're smoking cigars at the poker night. And you're at the poker night. She says, well, the doctor said I had a fractured rib, ruptured disc, and a, a hiatal hernia, which was caused by an increased pressure from coughing. No wonder I was in so much pain before the poker night. I was in the hospital for nine days. Okay, you should have been at the poker night and you shouldn't have been smoking cigars at the poker night with pneumonia and bronchitis. Uh, hello? And how dirty is your house? Like, spray some Lysol at least or something like on the blinds or the drapes or something. Like, ugh. 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 She continues with, um, but I'm happy to, um... Announce that I'm currently healthy and well. Yay. We love that, Kim. Even though my, my family and I are going through some tough times right now, I feel stronger than ever because I needed to and want to be there for Monty, my daughters, and my son. All you moms out there know we don't get days off. Although it seems like I have a lot going on, it's exactly what I love about my life. Planning my daughter's wedding is the most is the most beautiful thing I've ever done and can't believe my babies are all grown up and I could not be prouder. Taking care of Monty has been bittersweet. It's so painful to see my best friend slipping away, but at the same time, our relationship is stronger than ever. We'll treasure every moment that we have together. Don't mistake my sadness for weakness. If you're not strong, if I were not strong in my sobriety today, I, I could never do the things I'm doing. Thank you to those who have shared their kind words and support. Speaking of family, my favorite part of this episode was seeing Yolanda with her son. Okay, first of all, I forgot Yolanda had a son. I was like, who who is that? Is that the the young, you know, laundry boy? I I know. And they're all gorgeous. Really? They're all gorgeous. All right. Oh, I think that's the one she has with um David. Okay, whatever. And he's got all his skin, like Yolanda's white. Anyway, I digress. So <laughs> Kim continues with, oh my goodness, I I really relate to them because I'm going through the same thing with my son, Chad. Family dynamics change and it does get lonely for both Chad and me now that the girls have left the nest. But there is also a special bonding time for us. Yes, he's totally going to have to hang out with with his mom more which both of us don't seem to mind at all xoxo kim kim we love you though we're so glad you're doing good we're so glad you're healthy things with family hopefully get resolved um this whole thing was about you i hope you really take responsibility that you know you started it with this and all your pain medication and maybe if you're not feeling well in the future you stay inside for everyone's sake <laughs> and safety <laughs> all right guys our last vlog of this week's episode of course when there's a crazy episode that should be renamed to awkward we have to say save the craziest one for last so of course what i'm talking about is brandy glanville the title of her blog is elisa renna should be disappointed in herself. Hmm, really? Maybe Lisa should have not had a jewelry party, but maybe a mirror party. Hmm, Brandy could have selected quite a few mirrors to put around her house and take a nice long look at herself. All right, Brandy thinks that Lisa Renna's comments about rehab were reckless. Hi, everyone. Brandy says, 
Here we are again for another weekly round of Housewives. I hope everyone is happy, well, and invested in, in the season. It's certainly a dramatic one. This episode plays like a part two of last week. Please realize that it's one game night that is spread over two to three weekly episodes. Then it's actually, but that it's actually just two to three hours it takes place over. Um, so much happened in those few hours. Yeah. We previously saw Yolanda on the East Coast with the girls taking taking the New York modeling world by storm. Gigi's the only one modeling for two years. There's a household villain just arrived. I'm, I'm impressed. It's hard to leave home as a teenager and be thrown into a very adult advertising and fashion world in a strange city. Take it from me, I know. Kudos to their hard work this week. We see Yo trying to master FaceTime on her iPhone, preparing burp, burp, who cares? Um, and adjusting to um, a smaller nest. One of the things, and she doesn't spell things correctly, she forgets the N, I have in common with Yolanda is that we are both mothers that would do anything for their children. Okay, you do see me a bit uh, snappish at the jewelry party with Yolanda, but it was frustrating being lectured on events that she wasn't present for, and it's not a representative of our relationship. I do love Yolanda. And yes, even if sometimes she mothers me, and she has it in quotes, I know it's because she cares and it's it comes from a good place, and that's what's important. It does come a good from a good place. This is also coming from a good place, Brandy. Shut the fuck up, okay? Why don't you fucking behave? You're a mother. My God. Anyways, continues with. We begin. We begin again with the poker night where we left off last week. I have to thank Vince for being so patient and for teaching us a few new tricks. I surprised you remember. He's very sweet, although the night didn't go as planned. I really do think I should have. I should have Paul. I really do think I should apologize to Eileen and Vincent for disrespecting their home. Yeah, you should. I should have taken a page from the rest of the women and said one thing to their... I should have taken a page from the rest of the women and said one thing to their face and been complete and, and a completely different thing behind their backs. Apparently, that is what classy women do. How about just being nice in general? Hmm? How about uh, eating before you know you're going to drink so much? How about that? It does. Just takes no responsibility. Deflects. Eileen, you're right. All right. She says, Kim, what uh, what you need to know is that Kim is a very dear friend who I talk to on, a, on who I talk to daily and spend time with. I take pride in being a loyal friend to Kim and many others. I have a large group of friends who I have, have been in my life for over 20 years. We are there for each other, period. Kim was having a rough time and I just wanted to protect her. What, from Kyle? It's stupid. And get her out of the situation as soon as I could see something was wrong. As most of you know, her first love and ex-husband Monty has been staying with her as she nurses him through his terminal cancer. That's hard enough. For anyone, I can't imagine taking care of one of my great loves and best friends in those circumstances and planning a wedding and sending a daughter off to college. Well, you can't imagine it because you're not mature enough to imagine it <laughs> or sober enough. Kim is a strong lady. That week, Monty had just 
that week Monty had just gone missing. No call, no show for a few days and then returned. Kim also, um, has also been in physical pain and was still in pain um, without relief after doctor visits. As long, it was a long drive out to Malibu and Monty had just returned. Okay, another great example of why Kim shouldn't have been there. She's in pain. She's sick. She's, you know, got <laughs> a herniated disc or whatever the fuck she has. And her ex-husband, dying of terminal cancer, has has wandered off and has now returned. There's nothing about that situation that says, oh, you know what? I'm glad you're back. Um, why don't you hang out with, with my son from another marriage? I'm going to go play poker and smoke cigars. And I'm not going to drink, but I need a pain pill. Makes no sense. Even worse. But we love Kim. Okay. Heckle and Jide. All right. Heckle and John. <laughs> that, um, she continues with Kim has also been in physical pain. It was a long drive to Malibu. Um, it was a long drive to Malibu and Monty had just returned, gave her some of his pain pills and it was obviously too strong a medication for her. <laughs> well, nobody ate either. The party was too much for Kim and she needed and wanted to leave despite Kyle wanting this to play out in front of the other woman. No, it's not what we saw, Brandy. We saw you pointed out. Kyle keeps saying that I do not know the history between them and it's now been five long years of history I've spent watching the sisterhood. Um, more often than not, they're not getting along. In season one, Kyle um, mortifies her sister by outing her dependency on national TV. I was watching in Paris. Kyle is the first one to doubt her sister's sobriety. Once again, for, for an audience, her inability to keep this private matter. Well, private is, is concerning. Kim was not herself. I was slightly intoxicated, but my goal was to get out of the bed out of the bad situation so quickly as I could. Okay, we all watch those episodes with you and they are sisters going through shit. And yeah, Kim was not sober and was an absolute lunatic, okay? You shouldn't get between blood sisters. What the fuck is wrong with you? If I was actually wrong, I didn't need to play it out in front of everyone. But Kyle, as I wrote, as I wrote earlier, didn't share that same opinion. Oh, shut the fuck up. To me, it was about, um, to me, it was about what Kim needed that night and no one else. My priority was Kim's comfort, right? Both physical and emotional. My girl needed support, not judgment, not, um, not anything, not a sister making drama, not a public shaming. She wasn't getting a public shaming. Kim can be, <clears throat> can be whispering to Kyle, don't stay away from me. And we were all out of line in there but Kyle kept coming at her as you saw it was all about Kyle I cannot believe she grabbed me so hard she knocked the food out of my hand then after I twisted away from her grasp she grabbed my arm again and my skin was scratched open uh, she can try to change the facts to suit her victim um, narrative but it's all on tape I'm trying 
Try watching it without the sound. I just wanted what Kim wanted to get out of there and to see Kim safely home, which I did. Sorry, Eileen and Vincent. Unfortunately, it's it's the Real Housewives and not the Brady Bunch. Really? Rude, rude, rude. So I'm getting all choked up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the statements Lisa Rona made about me needing rehab were reckless. <laughs> Given her own firsthand experience, she should know that addiction and alcoholism aren't terms that should be lightly tossed around for entertainment. <clears throat> that seem to stick to you, Brandy, because <laughs> you need it. Lisa Renna is charming and delightful to my face, but a snake behind my back. I barely know this woman, but if she truly thinks that I have a problem, the proper thing would, would have done is to come to me um, before talking to Kyle about it behind my back. I really don't want to believe that she is this careless because everyone on the show has kids that can be affected by comments like this. And I love the fact that you're judging people on comments and about what they say and about other people being reckless when you're the worst fucking one of all. Good Lord. I, I think Brandy needs to be moved to Vanderpump rules. <laughs> she fits in there so much better. All right. Where's Okay. These are very serious accusations and throw them around for public fonder is simply irresponsible and she should be disappointed in herself. What about you and all the shit you've said? She doesn't own a fucking thing. This show centers around social activities and I'm a social drinker. That is it. You know, you're not a social drinker. You're a drinker. This group of women can be intimidating and stressful. And when we are all socializing together, there's always alcohol around. So I take part. Other than the madness, I'm in a great place, a happy place, a, a peace, enjoying my life and successes, learning, succeeding and being self-sufficient, awaiting new challenges, new opportunities, and then and the next chapter of my life, trying to stay as optimistic as possible. I truly hope that we can all move forward one day as friends, real friends, and support each other as we grow and meet life's challenges. Until next week, prayers and love to Yolanda as she continues her health battle, and big congrats to Kim for snagging some new cool acting roles. Yes, because we did saw, see Kim on Revenge this week, too, with her, her acting, her smizing, her looking. You know, I just, I think Brandy, first of all, because of all the grammar issues in her blog, and she's a writer. Um, that's an issue as far as having someone should proofread it. Another one is really, hi, Kettle, I'm black. I mean, you're, everything you say is stupid. You you cannot sit there and say you don't like what people say. What they say is irresponsible when you are the worst one of the group. I mean, come on. But you know what? I am enjoying you on Celebrity Apprentice. I am seeing a different side of you. And I'm liking what I'm seeing, Brandy. So, touche to you. All right, guys. That is my audio blog for Housewives of Beverly Hills this week and last week. It's a biggie. Thank you for hanging around, out with me and, and listening and catching up on this week's episode. Um, don't forget to five-star our iTunes account. We love bringing you this content. And every little bit helps us out. And while you're there, write us a great review. You can comment and follow me at on Twitter at Comedy Jonah. I'm also at Comedy Jonah on Facebook. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you hate. Huh? You hate me? Let me know. I don't care. I got a tough skin. 
Hey, whoa, 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 it's not over, John. You guys don't go anywhere. Because as you guys know, over on our Bravo webpage, yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo, we are reading audio blogs for other Bravo TV shows, and we even do written recaps as well. Now, we also cover a ton of reality TV shows, from Big Brother to Survivor, Amazing Race, Bachelor, Bachelorette, The Kardashians, MTV shows, I mean, so many. At any point, we are covering 15 to 20 shows via blogs or podcasts or our most favorite are live shows where we bring on your favorite reality TV stars and you get to ask them questions in real time. So check out all of our content over at yourrealityrecaps.com. And of course, if you want to help support our shows, do us a favor, subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or any of them. We have about 15 to 20 different versions there. If you want them as a single show, you can do that. If you want our entire feed, we have everything as one. You can get them in audio only or video only. And of course, you can give us a five-star rating and nice review because you love us. And you can also share all of our content over on social media. Get your friends hooked. Tell them how much you love our stuff and make sure you're following us on social media because we're on like every single website. So until next week, you got some Amazon shopping to do with that link in the sidebar. We will see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.